Extra Points is presented for the people by Caesars Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesars Rewards. You must be 21 or older. Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network, brought to you by Omaha Audio. Cousin Sal coming to you on a Tuesday morning. Spaghetti and meatballs fiddling with the knobs. We have babyface Joel Solomon producing this disaster of a show. And joining me as always, my dear, dear pals, Dave Damashek. Martin Weiss, I'm going to ask how you're feeling, guys. I'm feeling good after that. Actually, I'm not physically feeling good. I don't know. I might have this. uh, There's a virus going around or something. I may have caught it uh, this time. But but Dallas Cowboys demolish, demolish, Shaq, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You got playoff fever, friend. Muzzle tub. That's a Uh, you have a lot. I mean, Brett Maher did his very best to sully oh the events uh, we'll in the Tampa St. Pete area. Yep. But that that aside, and that's a legit concern as you now project ahead. As I said, uh, I don't know if I'm right, but I'm curious from a Cowboys fan's perspective. I said, like, if the Cowboys just get past an 8-9 team with an old man QB, the world will regard this team as very different and and maybe a legit contender to get to the Super Bowl. As a Cowboys fan, is that now true for you? It is true, and only because of what we always talk about. It's the quarterback play, right? If you root for the Chiefs, if you root for the Bills, if you root for the Bengals, you don't have to, from week to week, worry too much about the the slide, right? You're, you're always going to be in the same range. But Dak Prescott did not have a good game in the last month, and last night he had his best game. So my confidence level in him went from a, a three to a seven or an eight. Now, some like Dan Olofsky, who had him ranked 12th of all um, – quarterback right and his quarterback rankings had a safe face and said the Cowboys were stealing signals. Did you see that Martin? He said they're stealing uh, defensive <laughs> signals and that's I didn't, why but got, yeah. ultimately they change the signals. I don't know if you, yeah. like, I, that's all. It's like they're stealing signs. All right, well let's make fastball three instead of one. Like I don't right. see what the big issue is, but no, I, uh, the, the Buccaneers were a bad football team all year, all mm-hmm. year. As I told you, so remember, I, I put one futures bet in Vegas. So remember I told you? You got your cowboy hat on. I'm just noticing. Yes, that's <laughs> it. I said, I said, Sal, why is nobody talking about the Cowboys could win the Super Bowl? If they <laughs> beat this, if they beat the Buccaneers, they'll have the best quarterback left in the thing. And, I, and at that point, Dak had just on his fifth interception against the Washington Commanders over my shoulder. So it didn't look hot at the time. But I just, if this cow, just trying to figure out my NFC, AFC permutations, I thought the Cowboys or the 49ers were the team with the best shot to get to the Super Bowl and they just play each other next week. Well, I don't want to get too excited, even though it's way too late for that, because like you said, the Bucs were not a good team. And that's why I gained my confidence, gained momentum throughout the week. We knew the Vikings weren't a very good team, right? Minus point differential with 13 wins. And yet I still picked them against the Giants. I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that again. The Bucs are not a good team. My team mm-hmm. was way better when they were hot. And so that's going to be, but that, but those numbers, Shaq, I mean, he would ball fakes and bootlegs and everything he did 25 for 33, 305, four touchdowns in the NFC. At least he's got to be top two quarterbacks out of the four that you have confidence in going into the, you know, the rest of the postseason. No. 
Yeah, I guess that's about right. You know, Danny Dimes really um, looking dynamite, though. I know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he 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 looks terrific, and you know, we still have to see Jalen. Danny Dimes gets his first shot in year five. Jalen Hurts. This is his. We we saw him last year. He has yet to show up in January. So allow me some skepticism until he does show out against the team he should beat. Um, arch rival Eddie Spaghetti can tell you all about that. Eddie Spaghetti, who also is the owner of a very silly hat um, that he was wearing on minus three yesterday. I saw that. Um, Wait, is he is he doing another podcast? Oh, I want that. I wanted wanted to. Get oh, he's not here. Curse is supposed to. Curse yeah. Sposta is real. Let's see if it plagues Jalen Hurts in mm-hmm. a game that they certainly should win by what we saw over the 17 weeks of evidence. That what I want to say though, as a as an objective fan of these playoffs, my team isn't in it. As objectively as I can say it, thank goodness that the Cowboys didn't just win, but they hammered an eight and nine bucks team. Because I think that the results of the wild card weekend up until then. We're a little bit too coin flippy for Dave's taste. I don't sure. like when every game is a crap shoot. It's like, well, what's the meaning of any of it? Then mm-hmm. we may as well just do away with the, the physical uh, head button and everybody's concerned about concussion. Well, let's just not even have it then and just flip a coin. If that's what determines the results of these games. Cause there were a lot of things that happened. It was like, I don't know if the, if the same two teams played again tomorrow would the would the result be completely different. Yeah. I don't like that vibe in in my sports. Well, I think I relied too heavily on that first time that that trend which I freaking loved. It hit like 83%. The first time quarterback in the playoffs versus a quarterback who had already played in the playoffs. First time quarterback covered like 26% of the time. And so I was like, all right, I'm going all in on the Bills, I'm going all in on the Bengals, I'm going all in on the Vikings. For that, those are the first time Danny Dimes, Huntley, and uh, and Skyler Thompson, and they uh, Martin was the only one to figure out. They all covered Martin. Actually, the only one out of what thirteen of us who picked the Dolphins to cover that spread. And uh, up, yeah, baby. that was weird. Yeah, that, well, t- that know, took a hit. Yeah, it's ironic because I am rewatching Breaking Bad right now. Who's the only other Skyler I know of note? But, <laughs> uh, Skyler White. But right. uh, just honest, it was just too many. It was too many points for an end division game. And I know it's the playoffs. I know it's a wild card, but we've seen this game. Mm-hmm. Ken, this is when Ken Dorsey went, lost his mind the last time he played, or the first time they played this offense, or first time Buffalo played Miami, rather. And then, right. you know, Tua got knocked out. It was all wonky and screwy, but we'll get to it later on. The Dolphins had a shot to win that thing and, sh- and probably should have. Dolphins did, the Ravens did, Sheck, but we went over it. Like, oh, it's so hard to beat a team a third time. It's like, no, the trends show that that's not the case. And then it went back the other way this week. So um, I don't know, man. I guess AFC North, you just have to figure out everything's going to be physical in those games. I mean, that was uh, a lot of ridiculous endings. That was probably fourth most ridiculous. I thought, I mean, I I think, you know, there the, the it's easy to convince yourself, like, the Ravens were going to win that game if Ty Huntley doesn't fumble the ball. Well, there's still 12 minutes left and mm-hmm. the Bungles were are down a touchdown. And I do kind of buy that Joe Burrow is impervious to the pressure, the the curse is supposed to and all that. Um, and I do think that the Ravens defense people get got very swept up in the cynicism about like, boy, they just keep blowing leads while their defense wasn't right now. When what where where the defense was at its best all season in terms of health was in that game the other day against Cincinnati. I'm talking about the Ravens. I think the Bills performance is way more troubling. 
the third yeah. string QB, Skylar Thompson, and Josh Allen, like, ah, well, he turned the ball over a lot. Eh, that's not going to happen again. You sure? You sure he's not yeah. going to turn the ball over a lot? It seems like that's a that's a habit with him. It's, he's a gunslinger. I love him. He's he can turn a game. He can <clears throat> salvage a game in the final forty five seconds. But right. man, I'll, I'll just say it here and now. I know we're I'm jumping to the end of the novel here. Bungles are going to win that game. Well, all right. Yes, let's get let. Oh, okay, I'm trying to figure out how to do this because I want to go over the six game. Let do just a couple more words on the Cowboys. Okay, you, I just you, I, I'm sorry I floated no, that right. prematurely. No, it's all right. It's, it's hard to talk about nothing and everything at that way. It's, it's impossible this time of year to to pinpoint and stay on. But uh, what I don't know what we do with this kicker. I mean, it was 18 nothing at half. It should have been 21 nothing, <laughs> and then he missed his fourth extra point. Extra points was trending though. That was good, guys. That was fine. You know, I'm thinking, do I trade a Cowboys loss for the fact that our network name is trending, even though no one's associating it with the actual extra points that are missed? I but was thinking what do you that. do, Martin? What What do I we th- do? Go ahead. I think that we should make yesterday, obviously, it was Martin Luther King Day. But oh. yesterday should be a holiday for us. <laughs> we should like we should make it a holiday, make it extra point day, because, uh, you know, mm. Sal, my, my big thing, yeah. I've always wanted to give out extra points insurance. Like, I know. Uh, like for us, I always thought it would be the best thing ever. But mm. if there ever was a moment for us to celebrate us as a network, I understand right. you thought it was last week or two weeks ago in Vegas at the Jimmy <laughs> Kimmel Comedy Club. I think not for our fearless leader, Sal, to get uh-huh. a win, to get a win <laughs> in which four. Not one, two, three, four. People put up the LeBron, Miami, Dwayne Wade meme. Like, not one, not two, not two. Four extra points were missed. That, my friend, is kismet and a sign and an act from God. This company, we're going to the roof. 2020 wow. is our year. I love it. I love first. the optimism. Not to the roof where you where you hid the ball, where you throw a different roof, right? Above I mean, that we, roof. Okay, but I right. think, again, a good omen. Stuck up. Hey, you'd rather be stuck high or stuck low. You're right. Well, okay. Well, you, what's yes, out? You right. gotta, well, you gotta, I, I, I just do think January people might have trouble. I, I could see some people have a problem us trying to uh co celebrate with Martin Luther King on January 60th. I could, <laughs> I almost see that being, in, although Arizona just passed extra points day on the bill with the it's we'll, interesting. Okay. We'll, we'll do it, uh, you know, we'll do it like the 4th of July, right? So it's yeah. super wild card weekend will be the holiday, but if holiday mm-hmm. falls. Oh, I'm Martin Luther King Day. I see. That we will observe it on Tuesday. Okay, right. You know, what uh, I'm you observe it on the I, I'm gonna, fourth of the Sunday. You're gonna have to grab your best suit and that cowboy hat, and I'm gonna send you to uh, Sacramento, and we're gonna try to get this on the bill. I'm not Let's kidding. Let's do it. Just make it happen. <laughs> LeBron, uh, like a cowboy. Pew pew pew. It's extra points day, y'all. Hey, it's Mark Weiss <laughs> coming at. I love that. But Sal, okay, you're. What the do we do with this kicker, McCarthy, yeah. or whatever? Like, what do? You, yeah, no. What do I do? go for two? That's what you do. Uh, no, yeah, I mean, obviously, you're not going to do that next week in San Francisco. What What do you do? Yeah, this is it now, Sal. You real? I mean, like this guy has not been an issue all season, right? You haven't had mm-hmm. any concerns about. Uh, he about set him. the franchise record for 50 plus yard field goals this year. Yeah. So what do you do? Do you flail about, or do you, or do you stay true? I mean, loyalty by itself is great, but. In this context, do you think what you have to do is like, hey, we want to stay with our guy because we trust him, but you better actually trust him because there there's a bad day at the office and you can get right as a kicker. Mm-hmm. Like I just was off that day and mm-hmm. I'll get back in form. If you're the if you're McCarthy, Sal, what do you want to mm-hmm. do here? Want to go out on the I, street? That's the other side. Who are you getting? Know. 
I don't know. I mean, I, I, I asked for Rodrigo. I mean, he's, he's, he's the look that I want for this Cowboys. I really don't know everything else. We have, we've had something to compare this to, right? I've never seen this before. And I felt bad for the guy. I felt bad for the team, obviously, as we squandered points, but I'm like to watch someone melt down like that, you know, what do they call it? The yips, right? Like, you know, you get it in baseball relief pitchers, whatever it is, but <clears throat> I hadn't seen it with a kicker like this. He says they're going to, what did he say, babyface McCarthy? I forgot what he said last night in the postgame uh, press conference. He said, uh, going to look for solutions, uh, not a replacement. And, uh, what Jerry, does that mean? Is the solution Jones echoed the, it? Yeah. It would be that. so much easier if San Francisco just shut us out next week and we wouldn't have to worry about it. But I don't, I, I tend to want to go back to him. Is that stupid? I no, think so. I think that's the, I think that's the only thing you can, I mean, again, it's the same thing as everybody who in this time, whose team is out of things now, like fire that guy, fire all of the right. guys, get rid of him. It's like, okay, what's the, what, what's the replacement with well, That's always the first question or it should be before you pull the trigger on somebody like, okay, who's on the street right now that is going to, that you yeah. feel you're, you're going to be happy with like, okay, thank goodness. Ma, Mahar, uh, uh, Mahar's not in Ma. there. And Matthew might Matthew Wright is, I mean, you know, yeah, Martin, I could go crazy and be like, you got to get rid of him. He shouldn't have been on the field in the first place if he wasn't there mentally. And we'll probably get like 3,000 more views on the video breakout we do. But I just don't feel that way. I don't know. I don't know what to compare it to. And I, I would give him if he loses, misses an extra point, then he's then he's done for the San Francisco game. Right. But I do think give him one more chance. Yeah, I think uh, you got to run him back out there. If, not, if for no other reason, this is the guy who got you here. Right. Like there's not yeah. like. Like, it's not like he was a question mark like you said all season long, and mm-hmm. you just got to hope that, you know, he's got a long time to think about, you know, I like that, find solutions. Well, the solution is to <laughs> kick the ball through the uprights as opposed yeah. to just missing them all, all over the place. So that would be the solution. The replacement, you know, I, I guess it's easier to find the solution, which is just make it. But, I, right. I mean, to, I'm going to say it was a blip, not a trend. All right. I hope so. I really do. It would be a shame. One more thing. One more thing though. Cause you raised the question. Okay. You keep him. I bet you they, I bet you they point from Dave. Right. I bet you, I bet you, you, I I bet you that the Cowboys do keep him. Um, one, two though. Okay. They're in the stick. Wow. The Cowboys scored first there. It's uh, Mm -hmm. seven minutes into the first quarter. Cowboys on the board, six, nothing. Here comes, uh, here, here comes the extra point. No good. That's it then, right? And yeah, now that's you're what really spooked. You can't yeah. keep it, but but it's like I, I bet you um like some people are thinking like have a second kicker then. But you just the roster spot can't be consumed by having kick. two kickers. But like what it right. really is. If you had Danny White punting, if Dak could punt, we could get an extra roster spot for just an extra point kicker. You're right. right. Like Danny White, like you brought up. Uh yeah, I don't I don't know what uh it, it, it's rough, but I, I do think you you Bring him out there for one more. And uh, that's that. All right, let's go. Uh, let's get to Spaghetti's game. Giants, Vikings. I picked it wrong. That was dumb. I, I relied on that trend. Daniel Jones did not look like a first-time playoff quarterback. Uh, he was running all over the place. I think he had like 70 yards. Spaghetti, did he have 71 rushing in the first half? Does that sound right? I know he was over 70 for the game because he was the first player in postseason history to have the uh, the stats that he did with like 70 plus rushing, the multiple touchdowns and 300 yards passing. Just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm re- I think it's supposed to be a regular season award, but uh, Peter King's like Brian Dayball's the coach of the year, no doubt now. And I, I'm not going to argue with that. I think there are like four names you could 
throw out there, but the Giants are all of a sudden a live dog check next week at Philly. And I would be nervous if I was a Philadelphia team who hadn't, I mean, the Giants have momentum and I think they have the edge in a few categories here. Don't you? I think the Eagles have a, uh, have a more talented roster. Yeah. But I, I do want to say uh, belatedly here on, on extra points, we celebrated yes. it on minus three, but congratulations, Teddy Spaghetti on getting engaged to Danny Dimes. Absolutely. Weekend, which yeah. is really neat. Um, you did it Spaghetti. So, <laughs> um, you would but, think running with that heavy ring would slow him down, but no, no, he just <laughs> actually uh, inspired him. I think that, um, listen, I'm, I'm saying it now. This isn't, pure reaction to, um, you know, recency and just seeing them do do what they did to the Vikes. I know I always say, look at the results of the last year or two. The Eagles have have owned the the Giants. And yet I want that number to go up and I bet you it will to Mm -hmm. eight or eight and a half. Right. Opened at seven and a half. If it goes up to like eight and a half, I, I love the Giants. What would have to happen for that to to go down? Would Jalen Hurts have to say, I'd never, but shoulders never felt better? I think something like that has to happen because there still is some concern over that guy and what what he can put together in the playoffs. I think there's a big concern about Jalen Hurts right now in his shoulder. Like, you know, I I said it when he got hurt. I didn't think we'd see him for the rest of the season. He came Mm -hmm. back the last game, did not look good. Nick Sirianni and all his, everything leading up to it. No, Jalen Hurts is different. You know, he's not built like you. He can shoot jumpers and run three miles and and swim across the Atlantic and just like you can't. But uh, I guess, you know, he's still going to have to recover from the shoulder injury that he suffered. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, said in his post game that, you know, he was out there kind of laboring. I get another week off helps, but I, I don't know if that's something that gets better until – some 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 significant time off, and he's such a big part of their team. What? Yeah, Martin, you you rubbed your shoulder that entire monologue as if your shoulder's actually injured. <laughs> Are you uh, all right, empathy. Martin? Yeah, I should I should be good. I should be Martin good. But you're right. I, I'm trying to really put myself in his place and like you know if my AC joint was jammed up in here, would I be able to deliver 75 yard strikes? I don't know. Bet you wouldn't have right. been able to throw a ball under the roof outside <laughs> of the true. Kimmel Club if Not your with shoulder that arm. Were ruined. Spaghetti, let me just say this, and I feel like I, I bring this up every time the Eagles play the Giants. You, They should absolutely, the Eagles, be your most hated team. I don't care. I know you don't like the Cowboys. You don't like the give and take we have. This team has screwed the Giants over several times in the, just the last couple of years, trading right before the Giants picked to take Devonta Smith. I don't know if they were going to take him anyway. Sitting Jalen Hurts in week 17, as it was, I think, then, so that the Giants couldn't get in the playoffs, whether it's intentional or not. They have to – somebody's got to get up for this. That's got to be Bolton board material. I don't know how I get that to uh, Coach Dable, but people need to remember this stuff, right? Yeah, absolutely. This this is more than just a divisional round game. Obviously, I want to win the game, but it just means more playing Philly, who's had our number for quite some time now. And uh, again, I'm not I don't expect to win and I'm not going to get salty if people are picking the Eagles because the Eagles were a dominant team all year long. Now, you guys are just talking about Jalen Hurts' shoulder. We had Jeff Schwartz on minus three, too, who, who talked about it on air and off it, that he does think the shoulder's an issue. Um, do I think that's going to be the reason the Eagles lose? No, I think it'll 
you know, Jalen Hurts is still a very mobile quarterback, which scares the crap out of me. Um, and and Sheck said they are a loaded roster and they're very good in the trenches too, which also petrifies me. But um, the Giants better game plan to get the ball quickly because Evan Neal is going to be attacked the entire game. And uh, the one other positive, besides the fact that I am fully confident in Daniel Jones keeping us in this game is Adore Jackson when lined up on Justin Jefferson did a hell of a job. And I think if he could do that versus Justin Jefferson, he could do that against AJ Brown. So maybe there's a chance they could slow him down. The Giants kind of stay in this game late. Um, it'll it'll be, I think, a, the closest game they played versus the Eagles in quite some time. Uh, I'm not really going to count that week 18 game, but um, I, I want this bad, but I'm just not sure if it'll happen. Hmm. And he did, uh, as you mentioned, check. We congratulated him on uh, against the Lodge. You did as well on minus three. Got engaged to the lovely Jada uh, last Thursday night. Thursday night? Thursday night or Friday night? Yeah, Thursday, Thursday night, right? Thursday night, yeah. He took us through it. It was very romantic the way he did it. it brought him, brought her up. Great view of uh, L.A. Got down on one knee. Threw a ball. Th- no, he got down and uh, put the ring on her finger. And that was, uh, <laughs> now he's engaged. Now, I want to say this. I'm not sure if I heard this right. I rewound it. I'm like, am I hearing this correctly? Jada is throwing a birthday party for herself or someone's throwing a birthday for her. Saturday, which is going to overlap with the second half of Giants Eagles. Is that I'm glad correct? this is coming up here? Yeah. This is important. This is yeah. important. This is, uh, this is, I just, uh, you know, we we're just recording Megan in front of sports uh, right before this show. And I had to go through with them and they were also in shock of the whole scenario. Now I'll preface it. Jada yeah. has been with me for quite some time, knows how, you know, where sports rank in my life, which is probably uh, number one or two, depending on music, whatever. Right. She also knows that it's my job. So mm-hmm. she's cool, with it, but she's more afraid that her parents are going to be in town and that she's inviting people to this thing and she doesn't want me showing up, you know, just being a total mo because the giants lost. Um, now if the giants win, obviously different story. I'm going to be, you know, partying like naked and in, in, the, in the public, um, I'm going to be ecstatic. Her parents don't like but, that though. Her parents yeah. are like you drunk and nude running around her birthday. Party. Um, that's I, I that's, that's soon to be her husband. That's going to be our son-in-law. There he is. Right. Everybody He doesn't care. She's just more petrified that like her parents are very like they don't grasp and her dad's a sports fan, but he's kind of like, oh, you know, they, they lost. Uh, it'll, it's OK. It was a good year. Like, that's not what happens with me. I, I'm going to it's going to take a while for me to kind of get over this. So she's Which is like, ironic because you said it was going to be all gravy when they, if they go nine and eight. But that's not your fault. That's just how fans talk. And I, I get it. Now he's having heart attacks last week. Check. But mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I'm not expecting the win. I'm just, but it's still even after the season and like losing to. I think it's more about losing to Philly again that I'm going to be like, I'm tired of this. I'm going to be kind of bummed out. Um, But the fact that it's five o'clock game, eight o'clock party, it's downtown. I live nowhere near downtown. She's like, could you leave early? I'm like, leave early. Is the game going to be close or not? Um, Maybe. But uh, I said, like, I'll just Uber alone. Take your parents out of the house. Let me sit in the Mm -hmm. dark and watch this game, and I'll, I'll go meet you. Uh, when it's when it's all said and done, but uh, okay. she's like, we right. can't do that. But she denied that, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a bad Saturday night. You have to do that because I thought it overlapped, and you're gonna have to sneak off and watch the game in the fourth quarter while her friends are running in, and you're down twenty four fourteen, and they want to congratulate you on the ring size and everything. I, I don't. I, that's what I was worried about. But you think you're gonna be able to watch the game and then go? That's no, at least better. I don't think so. Oh, you I don't. just I just brought it up. She's oh, no. like, I don't want you showing up late. I don't want <laughs> no. you to travel with us. I'm like, this is gonna. This is not gonna go any way you want <laughs> this it to go. Is bad. I cannot. Believe this is what they call a flashpoint, though, right? And <laughs> this is this is a major event for not just you know the run up to the wet. This is for decades now. This, this is what you they gotta call, put. Uh, 
You got to put a marker. A nine day engagement is what they call. This is what they call. (laughs) No, 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 no. Listen, you know, I'm a big fan of Jada. And by the way, of course, I I just want to say that spaghetti is it true or false that maybe the putting the ring on the finger was delayed by 20 minutes after that dumb goal that Keandre Miller scored to force (laughs) overtime by the rags the other night. Did it get delayed by a few minutes? I was watching the game in the, on my phone and the Uber ride over to, uh, to Hollywood. So, I mean, luckily it was done before I I had to do the pop the question there, but (laughs) Yeah, this is. Uh, but you just, can't. You cannot go to this party. You cannot negotiate uh, with 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 a terrorist or with your future wife on this. You cannot like. This has to be like it's a playoff game. Don't schedule birthday parties or weddings or other stuff around an important game. Let's make she sure didn't we know. understand who, who that. Thought the Giants but, would be playing this far or on a Saturday night saying, or anything. You get it. No. You get it. Oh, he know. I mean, she didn't just meet him, right? She uh, she knows what she's dealing with, right? This yeah. is plenty of birthdays. Her birthday is January 20th. She's dealt right. with a lot of uh, like, you know, big playoff games or whether, you know, never really the Giants more. So like I need to watch this for my job. But now right. it is the Giants. And, you know, this is like a Harry stat, but the Giants, you know, they either lose their first game of the playoffs or they go to the Super Bowl. So uh, it's listen. like I, I haven't been alive to see the Giants just like win and lose in the divisional round or lose in the conference championship. Um, so this is going to be something else for me where like, you know, if they get by the Eagles, you're now thinking Super Bowl. So I'm like this. Yeah, this game matters so much. But right now, um, time this <laughs> recording is 1025 Tuesday morning. There has not been an agreement yet. So. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah. We're going to have to monitor this and check. And Martin, this, that is a real thing. Whether you, I, I, you could call it a Harry stat, but. Giants playoff karma is going to factor whether you think so or not in your decision, whether you're taking, I don't know, to beat the Eagles, but at least plus the points. I mean, same kind of team, right? Spaghetti, nine and seven, 10, 10, seven. What, what are they? Nine, seven and one. They were yeah. nine and seven. Those, those, those championship Eli years, it's going to factor in. Oh, I'm, I, and I'll tell you this, Shaq. I think so long, Jags fans aren't going to like this. So long as Kansas City wins, we have a dynamite final four. No matter what, a very compelling final four. Kansas City against either Cincinnati or Buffalo. And then you got the Giants or Eagles against Cowboys or Niners. Lots of great storylines there. You know, I, I, I'm i a man of merit um, and I like when things make sense in the world. And I think that while the, the games themselves were a little bit too weird and close and coin flippy and arbitrary in the results, I am happy as uh, that the teams that earned it by record have advanced. I would, if I can critique it just a little bit, fun stuff. Jags. No Get one the cares. Jags out of there. Get them yeah, out of let's there. Let's chargers at chiefs. Now that's juicy. And I guarantee you Jeff Schwartz and chiefs fans, if they're being honest with themselves, know that that would be a scarier game. But when you wish for something, that's the other thing Right. that as a fan, when you're like, Oh, phew, we don't have to play the chargers. It's just the Jags. You don't want that same thought insinuating itself into into the brains of the players like oh we should be mm-hmm. able to walk over this teal team from florida you know let's let's uh, right. but yes i i'm very happy with the divisional round it it is grand stuff all the games as i i've decided i'm gonna watch them oh you are gonna watch yeah Martin, gonna let's, watch all let's, of them. <laughs> i fit you don't have a no wife birthday party saturday night you don't have to contend all right uh, I don't know. Martin, they don't even. She doesn't even ask me anymore. You're she not just, invited. No, like Dave's not available. Yeah, I see. Chargers, Jags, uh, Martin. I don't know. If this will be remembered as. I feel like right now. I don't know if it's recency bias. But it should be remembered as 
one of the top three worst playoff losses of all time for a team. I don't know if we'll remember it as we will Frank Reich Bills against the Oilers like 10 years from now, but uh, boy, Brandon Staley, what a job he did. And, and what does he do? If they fire the OC, this is kind of what, this is what you do, right? He stays like Stefanski kind of pulled the same thing, right? You fire the guy on the other side of the ball, even though it's your fault. Uh, 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 abysmal performance yeah. by the Chargers, I think. I mean, it's too, this is what really will tell if this is going to be remembered as one of, it is, don't get me wrong, is one of the worst playoff losses of all time. Whether or not it's remembered depends mm-hmm. on if what happens in Kansas City on Saturday. Because if Jacksonville right. is able to extend this run, then everybody will remember. And they were down 27 or nothing at the start of it. Unbelievable. But I was doing my show on Fox Sports Radio as this game was playing. And I, t- I said, as, as dominant as the Chargers have been on the scoreboard, they really have left 14 points on the board. I feel like it's going to cost them. My co-host next to me was like, you sound like an idiot. You sound crazy. Mm. This game's over. So not only did I come up on him, you guys would be proud of this. I bet him on the air. I said, I, all right, give me Jaguars plus six. It was a pick line to start the game. I'm like, come on, buddy. Are you new here? So I got Jaguars plus six with him. And then I went on my on my betting app there. Yeah. I fired off uh, $75, down 27 to nothing on the money line. Wow. Is, I didn't know this. When are we going to tell Char- us this? Right now. The Chargers, I mean, look, they had gift-wrapped touchdowns that turned into field goals. They should have had mm. 35 points in the first half. And it wasn't like, okay, the first Trevor Lawrence interception was, you know, the I mean, there was a lot of them, right? All four were not great. It was the, the worst statistical were, first quarter of a playoffs, I think, for any quarterback, I, I would yeah, say. I mean, but, I think that yeah. I, I never thought it, but my call was like, yo, they should think about benching him. I was like, first of all, no. Second of all, no. But also just like, you're going to let him throw eight interceptions in this game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he's just, this is the star of the show here. He's going to be the one to either bring us home or not. And he turned around and was able to do it. Like, but was it, I, the reason why it was such a meltdown is because it was systematic. Like, generally, like when the Chiefs were down 24 to nothing against the Texans and Deshaun Watson, uh, and, and so there's like muff punts. There's interceptions that get tipped in the end zone, a bad call here or there. No, nah, the Jaguars just went down, scored five touchdowns or four touchdowns in the game winning field goal in the last five drives of the game. No resistance at all from your boy Brandon Staley, who somehow keeps his job. Well, here's the resistance. He he doesn't, I don't know, he knows the object of the game. I think he thinks the object of the game is to score 50 points because he doesn't want to run the clock out. Either that or he doesn't know that running the ball ro- rolls the clock. One of those two, because he didn't do that. He didn't run the ball. Uh, he kept trying to score. He um, he would snap the ball on the rolling clock with 18 cents. And I guess it's the quarterback's fault too, Herbert, on some of that, right? The, like the, the fourth time in a row that we see they're up two touchdowns and they're snapping the ball on a rolling clock with 20 seconds left on the play clock. You're like, Jesus, what is, does anyone know how to play this game? But Sheck, uh, I, I don't know that Staley has. I really don't know that he knows fundamentally how to win a football game. It, it, yeah, you know, the my level of confidence in him and I guess uh, the world over uh, aligns with me is like my l- level of confidence has steadily declined since he got there. When he came out of the gate, you thought, oh, revolutionary analytics hero and all of that. I don't know if they need to fire him. The 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 cynic in me says he should have lost this job because it's pretty straightforward that 
yeah, the offense didn't do anything in the second half in Duval County, but Brandon Staley's a defensive coach and they are loaded up on defense. I mean, you have Mack and Bosa both healthy out there, Derwin James, Kenneth Murray, and all mm. the rest of it. That should be ball game. You can't like, yeah, whatever the offense didn't do. Oh yeah. You fired the OC uh, Dicker missed that kick. I think it's funny by the way, that <clears throat> that is a, you know, all the close plays here and there. I feel like it's all about Brandon Staley's employment <laughs> became the issue after that game. But Basically, Dicker missed a kick that he has yeah, to make. Well, the, the, the Chargers were the Chargers. Over. They charged right, out. Basically, Every, everything melted down for sure. But I, I guess the I OC also, should go. I mean, they ran seven times in the second half. So yes, crazy, they, they, absolutely they true. Yeah. But I, I, I will also say to the point: Is this the one of the more memorable um, chokes? Yes, it is. But it is kind of funny that we've just now gotten used to it. When Frank Reich happened, uh, coming back against the Houston Oilers, you're like, what the hell? What is this witchcraft happening out on the football field? This has never been seen before. But I feel like in a weird way, see, this is what happens. We've seen too many rallies now. It's like uh, the the declarations owed to gambling, I think. People like to be ahead of it. It's like, well, thanks for coming out, Jags. You know, by the end of the first quarter, people love right. to be first on social media to make that statement and like, oh, this one's going to cash. Boy, terrible things. Doug Peterson. And it's like, what are you talking about? You have How many football games have you watched in the last five years where uh, oh, a touchdown lead uh, just well, uh, evaporates? That, it's crazy. That's because I, I was biting my fingers off last night. I didn't get 25, nothing, 26. It didn't matter. I was like, this is uh, th- it's never over in these games. Well, two takeaways. I think Stanley should be fired. And the second one is um, uh, we're paying Martin way too much. Or maybe Fox Radio is paying him too much to put $75 on the Jaguars to win Martin down three plus touchdowns. Good for you. Good job by you. What kind of odds did you get on that? Uh, plus 14. Or 14, 14 to 1. To one. Yeah, yeah, 14 yeah. to 1. Damn. All right. That's good. So you know what? One bet I, I thought them. about. I thought about I didn't actually put uh, actual dollars on it, but uh, talk about confidence and all of that. When Dak Prescott threw that touchdown pass, the first of the game, I was like, that's it. That put put Cowboys are going to win this game. Mm. And what's that? What's that live line right now? The Cowboys, like, I he had to do something early, and it's like they got it. They, you know, the oh, Cowboys well. are rolling now, and now there's well, listen, I mean, you know, you could make a case. Well, don't do that to the goat. But by <clears> the way, I know we have a lot of that Brady interception is where I oh, felt Jesus. full confidence. Oh. Yeah, with oh curse. my god, yeah, oh, that I felt full confidence oh. on Thursday's extra points episode. <clears throat> that's I mean, true. That's true. That's what I felt full confidence. I don't know what Cowboys team, or rather, what Buccaneers team, y'all been watching all year. I know that's that's it, right? Don't let your eyes uh, play games on you there. Uh, all right, San Francisco, Seattle. Um, this actually was the only blowout. Well, actually, last night was a blowout, but before uh, for the weekend games, at least this ended up a blowout. But was Seattle was winning at half? And uh, check, I'm having a tough time figuring out who who Brock Purdy reminds me of as a quarterback. And I, I know this is going to be crazy to, to say, but the parlay kid and I were talking about. He has got the same build as Montana, and he kind of has the same every like the rolling, the rolling left and rolling right, and throwing out of trouble and the poise and everything else. Obviously, he's not going to match those numbers uh, likely. But who do you, who does Purdy remind you of? Another almost flawless game, I would say. It's funny because he reminds me what he makes me think of is boy, he is really making Stetson Bennett 
uh, some money here. Stetson Bennett has now gone from like, is he definitely going to get drafted? To like, oh, somebody's right. going to bet take him in the third round, aren't they? Yeah. Based to. on what Brock Purdy's doing here, mm-hmm. I mean that boyish face. I mean, I don't think he cuts the same figure as Montana. He doesn't no. actually, right? Purdy six feet tall, isn't him. he? Look at him. Look at him. Uh, maybe it's the jersey or something. But just, I do uh, love the. the uh, I, I mean, I do love the newfangled play action uh, out of the gun. The 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 mm. rollout off of that. Right. The, the 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 fake pitch and then rolling out. A lot of teams are employing that suddenly, mm. um, and obviously it suits him real well. I don't know, man. I'm gonna. I, I got to stick with it now. He he is spooking me pretty good with my just leaning on the 56 years of evidence that no rookie QB has ever taken his team to. And it, it assumes that because he's like, hey, Kyle Shanahan though. Kyle, Shanahan, what? I mean, Kyle Shanahan's a great coach. He's one of the five best in the NFL right now. How how wild are we getting about Kyle Shanahan's? Uh, hocus pocus to just completely hide the QB. I, I mean, well, I, I think I think I, I got to think it over with the Cowboys. But I mean, I really think the Cowboys can go in there and beat them. That's uh, of course they can. I mean, everyone's like a four point underdog now. So if they played ten times, it's going to be six to four for the sure. favorite or seven to three. So it's one game. But Martin, I think what we're overlooking here is Christian McCaffrey. I kind of feel bad for Christian McCaffrey because Brock Purdy is getting all the accolades. And if they do make the Super Bowl, I think McCaffrey's the best in-season pickup of all time. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, like, I don't know if uh, you, all the time you threw me off. I, I thought you were going to say this year. And I was like, it's not even close for this year. Like, it's it's super not close for this year. He easily um, has been. I mean, they've the 10-game the win streak, it's they're they're ten and one with him. They lost the first right. one and then are eleven and one. I should say now since as they won uh, this playoff game. Babyface is going to text me something. I'm going to sound uh, ridiculous here about in season pickups, but I, I'm I just looking up be, Mark Haynes to... right now. I'm looking up Mark Haynes when he got to the Raiders in '80 because in uh, in uh, Lester 80, Hayes. Yeah. Oh, Mark. No, Haynes? Mark Haynes when they paired him yeah. up with uh, when he came over from the Patriots. I'm trying to right, see where right. he. Right. Well, he got in there. the 21st century, uh, Brock Purdy, I'll talk about him. He, uh, what I liked <laughs> about what Kyle Shanahan did, or at least what the 49ers did, it seemed to me in the first half, they kind of treated that like a preseason playoff game, as ridiculous right. as that may sound. Because I have never in my Kyle Shanahan, Jimmy Garoppolo days, seen him drop back or seen him call as many drop backs and, and you know, deep throws, throws over 15 yards, 20 yards to start mm-hmm. a game in the postseason. I had never seen it like that. Generally, that comes out once they're down and once they're losing. So, Dave, you were just talking about how Shanahan, you know, how much are we going to give him credit for hiding the quarterback? I think he knows at this point he's not going to be able to hide the quarterback. And so he said, all right, Brock, you're our guy. We're going to throw you in the deep end right here in the playoffs. It's still, but it's still a familiar opponent. It's Seattle. We know these guys. We played him a ton. They have right. rookies too on their outside, Tariq Woolen and so forth. Go get all your nerves out now. And then you see in the second half, he was dealing. Brock Purdy was, you know, he was, I mean, obviously Christian McCaffrey yeah. was a 68 yard run <laughs> first half. That helps a lot. But uh, Brock Purdy was dealing second half. I think that first half of the game where they came in tie or came in down one was an, all an effort to get Brock Purdy used to this dance. I agree. And I don't know what Shannon has to do with the meteorologists in the area, but they really let us down. They really, Shaq, I know you bet the under. Yes, I'm very, 
Oh my goodness. I mean, well, people have money on these things. Yes. People plan weddings and stuff. Uh, and then look at the forecast. And so I guess that's almost as important, but we have money on these games. What are we doing? You can't, a meteorologist can't be out there shooting their mouth off about that. It, it It's going to be more like they're playing in a sea <laughs> of gravy than it is on grass. And like, well, and then, and then, and then it's a complete non-factor, you know, the under was such an, uh, it was the play of the wild card weekend in my book going into it, but based on, that it was going to be a, a a mud bath out there for everybody. Yeah. And it was, the field was absolutely fine the whole game. Well, the only thing I'll say is Caesars and Vegas, they also get a weather report too. So they could adjust the line if they think that everybody's going to all of a sudden bet under for a 16-6 game. But yes, I we do depend on them. I, you know, I get whatever trusty meteorologists I go by, I buy them like a gold bill. I tip them if I win. So yes, they need to come up big here uh, once in a while. Just get that right. Uh, the other thing was the the sun. I don't know if you could uh, you could account for the sun in Western New York, but played a huge role, Shaq, in Bills Dolphins drop passes. Like you you said, like that was Skylar Thompson almost won that game with bad stats. Let's face it. But I think the bigger point is if you get a better version of Skylar Thompson, the Dolphins win. And if that sun wasn't so crazy in January, who the <laughs> hell would have thought that was going to figure into it? But the Bills uh, narrowly escape. Uh, a, a, a dreadful situation with the Dolphins. Yeah, the football gods didn't smile on Damashek's prediction that the Dolphins would be able to beat the Bills um, with two. Uh, now we'll never know, but I think the evidence points to yes, they would. They would have obviously been able to be competitive with them. Um, I wonder, you know, the 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 in between is what if Teddy B had been in there? Would that have been sufficient for the Dolphins to have won that game? I suspect it would. Well, have. I don't know if that changes where the sun was in the sky because True. honestly, I like some of these passes were good by Skyward Thompson. Everybody was driving, even the Bills receivers were dropping. But I'll I'll say this, uh Martin, I think Mostert being out was an even bigger difference because that guy's in, then they can run the ball. They didn't got who to like Wilson had like 23 yards rushing or something. That would have mixed things up, would have uh, thrown the Bills into a fit, I think. Yeah, especially in the second half where you saw, I thought Mike McDaniel, uh, prior to maybe the midway through the fourth quarter, was really playing or really calling some interestingly designed plays that I hadn't really seen before, especially in some of the run looks that they were coming out with. I would have thought Moster, especially his, you know, he's got real like track guy speed. I th- he ran harder than anyone that last month. Yep. Easily. Or as easily. hard. And, yeah. Yeah, and then two. I mean, it's Buffalo offense, dude. I, I, I mean, if Josh Allen is not perfect, it's gonna be ugly. Like that's pretty much what it boils down to. And like the 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 biggest one of the biggest uh, would have been if Nick Chubb was if the, if the Dolphins had somehow won this game. Nick Chubb forcing that fumble would have been another. Right. I'm not Nick Chubb. I'm sorry, not Bradley Chubb, Chubb forcing Bradley that Chubb. fumble. Would have been a that that was a huge would have been another huge midseason acquisition to be mm-hmm. able to go ahead and go up there and that would have been a <laughs> talking about yeah. wheeling and dealing in the middle of the season, but obviously wasn't able to happen. I mean, let me tell you, but this go ahead. The, the, no, I'm just Josh Allen thirty fumbles slash interceptions this year. That is rough. He's great and everything, but you're going up against a powerful Bengals defense, gritty AFC North defense. Not a spot he wants to be in, I don't think. Diggs is is great. Um, the so he's not out there by himself, but is there anybody out there right now in the mix that is more dependent on 
their QB just doing everything. Their QB, the Bills QB, if they go to the Super Bowl, it is all Josh Allen. That defense is a mess without Von Miller, and Bills fans are mad at me for pointing out, like, they're like, yeah, well, we don't have Von Miller, and our secondary's messed up, and Trey White ain't himself. It's like, yeah, 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 that's what I'm talking about. The, the, those those are the reasons the Bills' defense isn't as good as it was when the season started. That's what I'm I, pointing I wanna at. Cr- I want to crush the Bills' defense, but, you know, they only gave up, like, 262 total yards. But it was Skylar Thompson. That I was know, the other so that's, that's the trade-off. So you could add 100 yards, but it wasn't – that bad. They had the touchdown run back. I'm trying to think. They seem to. They had that uh, that long kickoff return. I get it. It's somewhere in between. It's not not very good. That's for sure. Uh, the Bills defense. Um, you know, and the Patriots were in that game too. Week 17 uh, against them. Or week 18, whatever it is. All right. Um, I mean, I, I just want to yeah. say one thing. We'll make our predictions yeah. later. Yeah. But Joe Burrow, I, I get the thing about two or maybe three O linemen. That's where the Cincinnati Bengals were one year ago, and they went to the Super Bowl. So that, the idea is like, well, th- thus ends the Bungles' uh, exciting uh, attempt to get back to a Super Bowl, but their old line's beaten up. Yeah, it sucked last year, too, and they went to the mm-hmm. Super Bowl. Bengals, that play, that Huntley play was everything, right? 98-yard return by Hubbard. Um, they said he got to 17 miles an hour running Oh, my. Back. And Andrews got to 20 miles an hour and actually got blocked in the back. And it was for everyone to see, and they didn't call it, but whatever. Um, Martin Lamar doesn't show up to the game. I is it? I, I'm still, if I had to make a prediction, say the Ravens franchise tag him, but uh, not a good look for Lamar. Was he in the bathroom the whole time? I'm not. Maybe he did show up, but <laughs> I know uh, you know Jeff Schwartz was on minus three, saying they don't want if you have a leg injury, they don't want a quarterback on the sideline. The flip side to that is he could have helped. Uh, you know, Huntley, right? Even if he gets in his ear a little bit during the game. The other thing is he could be if had they won, he could have played the this week, right? So to 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 skip the game totally is a little weird, but I'm not gonna read into it completely like everyone else does. I mean, I just I don't I don't think it's I think it's pretty common practice for when guys are hurt to not be there. Like it just seems to be generally if you're hurt for an away game, you're probably not gonna go. Um, but in this, in this instance, I think the idea of, I'm not coming at Jeff, but obviously, but the idea that the quarterback being on the end, like, I think Lamar would have been able to get out of the way of a rolling defensive tackle and running back, just running, rolling, Whoa, rolling. Whoa, are you coming at Jeff right now? Eh, maybe a little bit, maybe, <laughs> uh, maybe a little bit, maybe, maybe he wasn't as fleet of foot as Lamar Jackson was, uh, on the sidelines. He might be able to get up out of there. It's not like I imagine Lamar. I'm and who knows? Maybe Lamar's in a, in a wheelchair with a, with a brace on his knee at the moment, but I, right. I suspect not. Um, you know, you said the franchise thing and I, I, I just wonder, man, like if I won the MVP in my second year and I still mm-hmm. didn't get paid, I'm looking around all these other people. I'll be like, tag me if you want to. Tag me right. if you want to. You gonna, you know what you're gonna get? The same thing you got this year. I would not mm-hmm. be surprised to see some team come in with some like the Godfather offer to Baltimore, and then all of a sudden, you know, Lamar Jackson's a New York Jet. I, 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 that, I think that is the most. I think <clears throat> he's played his last snap in Baltimore. I, uh, by the way, I think you should you should try to trademark tag me if you want to. I think that would look good on a uh, t-shirt <laughs> for sure. Uh, Shaq, speaking of phrases, do you like fumble in the jungle or Hubbard yard dash? Ooh. I've seen that couple of those being uh, thrown around. Hubbard yard dash. The yeah, I, I think that's cute. I think that's uh, that's a fun one. I think that um, 
the the thing that like I was watching RG three in the pregame last night, and he's in touch. And sometimes there's there there's being too close to a situation. He's like, I talked to Lamar Jackson, and this is a salvageable situation. Like you're talking mm. to Lamar Jackson, and it's like, and he convinced everybody, Steve Young and otherwise, in the pregame to quickly roll over because it it is an uncomfortable moment with their colleague to to say, well, he could have played or he should have been out there. He's like, he couldn't have played. Didn't you hear that he's been limping around the facility? Didn't you hear his teammates say that he's limping around? He couldn't have played. So stop saying that. That's a, a, right. that's wrong to, to weaponize. He, he was saying, oh, you're weaponizing the injury and against Lamar. Like, I don't know. Michael Vick, who is a famous running quarterback, said, like, strap it up and go play. Mm. And Sammy <laughs> Watkins, who's there, is saying, like, yeah, he should go play. So uh, I don't know. I'm not, we're not we're just throwing crap against the wall, are we? I think it goes to Martin's point. I think it depends on the individual. I think it depends on the situation. If you're staring at a huge contract or zero the next year, then I think maybe RG three is right. Yeah. RG three is right. in saying that that Lamar Jackson shouldn't play in that game because of what Mm -hmm. happened to RG three. Of course you don't play in that game because you got to get paid. But the idea that like he couldn't play. Stop saying that because that's unfair to Lamar. Like, no, he's making the smart business decision. Damn the Ravens. And if I were the Ravens and you're going to tag him, which I bet you they are, the real concern would be look within the division. Look at your arch rival. Look what happened with Levy and Bell. It's not a guarantee because you tag him like, well, now he's under our control. So he has to play whether he wants to or not. No, he doesn't. He could just sit the year out if he wanted to. I would like to see that. that. Just stats for guys who have been tagged and stuff like that. I, I, I don't know. It probably end up down the middle somewhere. All right, listen, we're going to make a business decision too, or however you say that word. But we haven't taken a break yet. So let's do oh. that now. Give uh, Caesar some love. Have you been betting with the Caesar Sportsbook and Casino app? If so, keep it up because every bet earns with Caesar's rewards. That means win or lose, you're getting closer to amazing perks like game tickets, free stays, bonuses, and more. And if not, well, when you get started, your first bet is on Caesars. Register with promo code OmahaFull and place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, congrats. If you don't, you'll get your stake back as a free bet. 21 years plus only. Offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming only. New users and first $10 or more wager only must register with an eligible promo code. Bet amount of qualifying wager returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bet credit, $1,250 must be used within 14 days of receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See Caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start. If you have a gambling problem in Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas. Affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call one 800 bets off Louisiana call 1-877-770-STOP. License through Horseshoe, Bossier, City, and Harris, New Orleans. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, which is 1-800-426-2537. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369.
Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. All right, Martin, every week you give us your meatheads. Boy, there are a dozen or more to choose from this week. Who are Martin's meatheads? So my first one, this is pretty innocuous, but Kirk Cousins on fourth and eight, checking down to TJ Hawkinson. It's just like uh, the ultimate failure. It, to me, it was just the ultimate failure. Because you didn't even, it's like, you're, you know what that reminds me of, Sal, is when you said your son struck out looking on three yeah. pitches and said he tried his best. Yeah, right. Like you didn't, you, you couldn't have honked up a Hail Mary. It was a one possession game. And you had this miracle season. You got Justin Jefferson's on the team, and you're going to check down three yards on fourth and eight on your own, like, 30-yard line. Thanks for coming, Kurt. Appreciate you. Thanks for having me. So that was that. Then Mike McDaniel, in a game in which you had no business winning, right? You had no business winning. They are trying to give you the game. Josh Allen was like, would you like an interception? Here's another one. Here's a fumble. He first played a game, damn near. He's fumbling the ball out of bounds. Mm -hmm. Inability to get a play call in. Any play call. Like, much less a good one. Just get any play call in there because what's not good is delay a game. They should have mm-hmm. won that game if he could just shorten his play sheet to maybe 10 plays and just pick one and just run them because Buffalo's defense wasn't stopping a soul. And then your boy, your boy, he would have he would have blown it if, if Tampa was just a slightly bit better. Mike Who's McCarthy. my boy? Mike uh, McCarthy. We uh, said it in Vegas. Know. He hadn't blown a single game yet. The right. idea that you let your kicker, who's missed two extra points already in the half, come out for that after the, the, the third touchdown of the half to kick that extra point, yeah, I think at that point it's still salvageable. He's missed two, but he's going to come out at warm-ups at halftime. You'll get eyes on him. You'll see how he's looking, see how he's feeling. You walk him into the locker room at halftime, Brett, you're our guy. Don't worry about mm-hmm. it. Even though we just went for two, we were chasing points. Don't worry, pal. We were just chasing the points. We're going to need you to make a big kick this game. Instead, you trot him out there in a position where you're supposed to go for two anyway, and he misses it again. And now we're sitting here talking about, oh, we probably have to cut this guy. Or well, but you want to bring him back, so how you you you? Uh, well, what McCarthy. I'm saying is, I wouldn't have let him miss the third one because I think at the point you get, at the <laughs> point that you have the second, the first two, it's still a little salvageable. Now he's at this place where because think about it, if he goes out, if he goes out, misses the first two. And then mm-hmm. you go for two, and then you sit there and you talk about it. And he has only the the, the next, the, the final one, the, the, the one to go from 30 to 31. Are right. we still having the same level of conversation of, you know, if he misses the first one with seven minutes in the first quarter, we got to, you know, kick him to the moon. 
You know, mm-hmm. like I, I wonder, I think it's a different conversation. And to me, that was one of the things I thought the head All coach right. probably should have stepped in there. And so <clears throat> I'm going to save you from yourself, pal. Those are your three. Uh, I, I Listen, I'm ready to unload on McCarthy if and when it needs to be, but I, I don't think this is it. I, you want to also, if it's a 17, 16 game, maybe you don't bring him out for the third one. I do think they wanted right. to build confidence in him if they were at all considering bringing him back, which seems like uh, that's the case. The McDaniel thing is interesting because, um, he thought it was first down on the play you're talking about. Did he think he got the first down? Not not that you know so, taking all the play clock. Is that right? They, he said I, that I that's it what was he signaled said, right? to him that it was a first down. So then, yeah. but then once he found out it was fourth down, now that changes play call. But it's it the whole fourth quarter, Sal. They're mm-hmm. getting to the line, and they and, and especially when you know Miami, they want to motion guys and and move guys around pre-snap. They're not breaking the huddle till ten seconds left on the play clock. So right. they have to sprint to the line and sprint a guy in motion. And it's just as I get that you're a rookie head coach, but when you have a rookie seventh round pick at quarterback, mm-hmm. can you make it a little bit easier for him? Just a little bit. That, that I'm with fun. you on that. I'm with you on that. All right. All right. Uh, that was bad, uh, but I'll give it to cousins. If you look at the all 22 on that play, so they, there are three receivers, three pass catchers, whatever pass the sticks. I'm not going to say they were all open, but they were viable options. Uh, versus Hawkinson, who was going to have to break a tackle and make a pretty athletic move to get a first down on that uh, from Cousins. And I don't know, you talk about bad play calls. I thought the two worst play calls were the throwback to Cousins oh, yeah. on third and one, really killed the momentum or whatever for the Vikings there. You know, what, what do you want that guy in open, open space for? And the other one was um, the Ravens running the ball on first down, check with like a minute and a half left, and they end up getting a... Um, a holding call on it, right? So now Huntley's got to do the whole drive with 20 yards to go. I thought that ended up being the worst and not talked about enough. Also, if they tackle him, they're going to have to use a timeout if he doesn't get out of bounds. Uh, so that was that was a weird one. Check out of those, um, which one, which meathead do you? Uh, you're, exa- you're, you're exactly right, Sal. That was crazy to have those. I mean, they had timeouts in their hip pie. It wasn't like they only had yeah. one timeout left to burn either. That was crazy clock They had two with eight seconds left and then used one when the clock stopped for no reason. Yeah. Horrible, horrible job. A horrible horrible with bad clock management. Shocking <laughs> to see. Also, um, I, I, with you on the McDaniel thing, that is what Shanahan, I'm not denouncing Kyle Shanahan, by the way, but mm-hmm. what he did is, and as as I deal with the 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 black and gold crowd who demands that Matt Canada get fired, and I don't disagree with it, it it's like if you're the OC, you must simplify for the third string guy or the rookie. Sure. You cannot assume like, yeah, figure it out at the line, rook. Make make the play in the moment. Like, no, no, no. You're the coach. You must take that pressure off of him. So what Dable did for Danny Dimes this year was alleviate. Mm-hmm. All, all, all the complexity, like one read, no, take off. Um, so, and, and by the way, I didn't know that about McDaniel that he thought it was the first down, but still it's a sneak. There's no, there is no complexity to the play. <laughs> Get up to the line and sneak it, Skyler. That's it. Move on to I, the next uh, set of downs. Is the, the I'm sneak. glad you brought that up, Shaq, because I, you know, so we're going to make our picks Thursday or wherever. And a lot of it is going to have to do with how we view the quarterbacks the rest of the way. Right. And a lot of that, I think now more than ever, I am going to think about whose quarterback sneak is most effective in determining whose quarterback is best and whose team advances. I, I I think it's so much more important now than it is. I mean, Daniel Jones is definitely right up there, right? <clears throat> I mean, Brady, I thought was the best short that they had the Patriots of years past 
had the best short yardage pa- play of all time with Brady and the quarterback sneak. Uh, you can get more than like a yard and a half out of it. But I would say, you know, the Huntley thing over the top, I was thinking what you said. I agreed for a minute, like, all right, we're never going to see that again with fullbacks being able to push quarterbacks and have their way. Um, it does work for a Trevor Lawrence. He kind of did the same thing because he's six, seven. He's able to do it. He didn't have to climb the pile like uh, Huntley did, but he did reach over with that. Who's the best quarterback sneaker right now out of the eight? I love the question. I, uh, first of all, Peyton Manning on uh, Manning cast said Tom Brady's the greatest QB sneaker of all time. And he might be, but what's oh, weird yeah. is the irony is that Tom Brady, even into his forties is, is, you know, one or two. And the other guy who made it into his forties was drew Brees, the short guy on the field mm-hmm. who wasn't an athlete, drew Brees, And he'd go best. over the top too, right? Yeah. Even he would get guy. the snap. It was amazing what he would do. And I don't know why every coach, why every QB can't just mimic what little Drew Brees would do, which was he'd get the snap. And before you could react, like he was up in the air and had it over the line of scrimmage. And then he would like, just pull it right back, but he would just jump up and he didn't leave it out there. He would just right. jump up, get it and then pull it back down and fall back down. Like that oh, plays over. There's nothing you can do about it. Defense. Who's the best left. Yeah, I guess dimes, right? It's crazy, but I think it is. I think it is. I'm going through them all. I don't know, Martin, Martin, who are we missing? I mean, Jalen Hurts probably from three yards out, but. um, I mean, I I think if you can get three yards on a sneak, then you should qualify for the one. Yeah, no, not not necessarily sneak, but I'm thinking like from the three-yard line, maybe Hurts or Mahomes just have so many nifty plays there, but just the sneak itself. It's got to be, it's Allen, right? It's Josh Allen. What are we talking about? I'm not talking, but but he could fumble it though. He's just, all he does is dying to fumble the ball, that guy. He really is. Um, but yes, uh, yes. Just, uh, looking at the setup, if he can hold on to it, it's probably him. Uh, all right. Uh, Stroud declare, what do we want to do? Stroud declares for the draft. Uh, we've talked about this on against all odds. If his number's three and a half over under, I would go over. I think, um, I think there's a lot of good QB options available out of the established bunch that we've talked about, whether it's car, whether it's Brady, you know, who knows uh, what's out there. I don't think, I think maybe the Panthers take him at four or five right in there, but I would go over out of Stroud. What do you think, Martin? Yeah, I think over. I also think though, it's uh it was an interesting conversation though. If nothing, I should have stayed in school and whether or not Ohio State could have got enough yeah. money to, to really make it. I a, thought for uh, 10 minutes it was going to happen. Then I saw the update like, oh, okay, well that's over with. That would have been fun to discuss. But it, it's, it's like for the first time ever, it was like, even worth uh it was a conversation worth having because he would actually would have mm-hmm. had a financial incentive to stay. It wouldn't have just been like for the right. love of the school. But uh yeah, I'd probably right. take the oh I'd probably take over. I think All right, Shaq. people are stuck on young. Shaq Malik Willis won what 57th and he was uh, number one on everybody's uh mock draft last year. I just I just think everything gets pushed down. Yeah, I, I, you know, I don't know what to make of the uh, the Will Levis buzz that's going on right now. You hear that Ballard or that the Colts in general like Levis a lot. I think you mm-hmm. take Stroud in that spot um, if if you're mm-hmm. the Colts and and you're close enough to it between given a choice between those two. But you know, they overreact, do the scouts and and many t- teams to the results of the combine instead of uh, um, looking at the game film and based on that. Stroud seems like the clear-cut choice, but, you know, people always are like, hey, got to have a QB who can run around. And as a reminder, Dave the curmudgeon points out, 
The reason that the Giants might be able to beat the Eagles is we still, who is, here's Dave's annual question. Who is the great running QB who has guided his team to the Super Bowl and a Super Bowl win? Kaepernick, the best one ever. Uh, Steve Young, Roger Staubach. I mean, who are we talking about that there's this evidence like, gotta have it. Jalen Hurts, Dexter Jackson gets the kind of pressure that Jeffrey Simmons put on Lamar Jackson in 2019 and gets that push for one 60-minute stretch. There goes the Eagles' magical season. I could absolutely see that happening. And so this obsession with got to get a running QB, got a guy like, yeah, I don't know, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, they run, but that's not their primary asset. Well, so I think it's somewhere I think I go, because- yeah, I stroud over Levis. Maybe you don't need a uh, a an actual running QB to make or win the Super Bowl, but there's probably seven quarterbacks left. Well, who knows who's a starter anymore that don't run the ball, right? Like the Brady's of the Functional world. Functional mobility, yes. Tri- Bryce Young is that, yes. Yeah, you have to but be I'm able saying to the, the other elude. side of that, Jared, Jared Goff. How many would you say don't run, aren't you know really capable of breaking the the pocket when uh, necessary? It's a big limitation if you are stuck in the pocket. There's no doubt about that. But it's functional mobility, Russell Wilson in his prime kind of vibe that you want. It doesn't, the idea that you have to be able to run designed uh, Mm. plays for your QB to to defeat the defense with his legs is is an overrated thing, I think. In the uh, postseason. A lot of people, everyone's congratulating me on the Cowboys win. I need to congratulate you. You got Harbaugh back. He's back. Oh, you wanted it. Be. You wished for it. And there he is back with Michigan. Although now what's going to be with these, um, the whole thing with the, uh, the, don't they have sanctions against them? I, I didn't even look into this. Yeah. They went to the Brown Jug, which is a restaurant on South university street in Ann Arbor. Can't and do had that. Burgers during yeah, the COVID that. period. So throw them in jail. Lock, oh, is that it? Was it the COVID period that put yeah, it over? Yeah, that was that. I think that was oh, the reason on. why they weren't allowed to have uh, contact with recruits. So, actually, believe it or not, the uh, Washtenaw County Jail on the same street, just like four miles down the road. So, so he should have done a couple weeks in the clink, and that's it. Why not? That's the sanction. Clearly, which I'm just you know he's got the best agent in the in the country. It feels like every really? year. Jim Harbaugh is linked to this job and this job and this job. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, so what? I'll say I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. What a weirdo. It's a little bit of this is a little severe, isn't it, Sal? I mean, imagine I I, I mean, Michigan has beaten Ohio State two years mm-hmm. in a row. You've been yeah. in the final four the last two years in a row. And 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 I don't I think I was here uh, for the first five. Okay, but I'm just saying. I think that this is, uh, you know, this is the this is the mistake people make, isn't it, Sal? What do you think? I, I mean, don't know. It- I, well, what I think, I think you Big Ten fans are all over the place. I, I don't know if I'd be as extreme as Martin, but you certainly held on to uh, Coach Knight longer than you should have, and his uh, influence and everything else. I don't know. I think I think it's just a different, just a different vibe up there that I don't well, understand. Like, I mean, outside of the outside of head to head, Ryan Day has blown Jim Harbaugh out the water in the Big Ten. But it's just yeah. that he's got a one and two record against them, and they're ready to they're ready to which take would you, him the which same would place you to rather? Brad Meyer. I which would much would rather. rather I, thought the, I would rather be a national. I would rather be a national power that's contending for championships, almost beating the best <laughs> in, team in the, the final four the last two years. And and you saw what happened the both years they get their heads kicked in. We did we did talk about this that a North team has only won once in nineteen years, right? So. 
it's it's recruiting mm-hmm. has something to do it, right? It's Ohio State when they uh, they were a four seed and they beat Oregon in the finals. I think that was the first year as a I, I'm just saying it ended up number one, but that was the first year of the playoffs. So I don't know, but it is uh, Sheck is right, Martin. Like I think a lot of people would just like Harbaugh if he would just bring beat Ohio State every year. And you know what, though? That's honestly what Michigan has seemingly always in its history been okay with. Like the idea that Michigan is a is a school that is a national contender is one that Michigan fans believe. But as a kid growing up in Louisiana was never. No, y'all don't y'all play football up there. Um, And and since I've become part of this Michigan faithful, I see it. They're good with 10 and 2 and have been over Ohio State. Like that's right. That. That's what you're supposed to do. That's what, no, that's what's no, most important is being no, your rival. No. That's what you want. No, I, I would like to win national titles. I'd like to win national titles. All right. Well, that, you're not I, that, that far off that. of that. You're not, it's not like uh, playing in the final four <laughs> as, as uh, you're, you're kind of having your cake and eating it too. I did want to ask you though, Sal, Yeah. is this, is this, cause you know, I love my lists of rivalries and everything else. Mm. Strawberry. The four, or the four. Uh, yeah. That well, let's do that in a, in a minute. First, okay. uh, unless you want to do the fruit stuff right now, are the Niners your biggest rival as a Cowboys guy? Uh, I think it's the Giants. <clears throat> I really? just think just because of, yeah, it's FaceTime. Yeah, of course. Yeah, wouldn't 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 Spaghetti say that? I don't know. You would have won. You you would have won four Super Bowls in a row. I know, for but the it Niners. changes. I know it changes though. It does, right? Aren't the Ravens your biggest rival now? Would you have said that? 25, 30 years ago. No, I'm just curious. I just, I, I thought yeah. that this would, this for, for somebody who loves football history, the Niners and Cowboys getting it on in January. It was the first game I cried at was when Montana hit Clark in the end zone. No, that's the first <laughs> of many games I cried at. I was not, uh, I, I was, I, I was hurt obviously with the Dak play, not getting to the line of scrimmage when they lost last year, this one will hurt too, but no, a Giants. Uh, I, I have too many uh, a hole Giant fan friends. Uh, not not talking about you, Eddie, but of course I'm talking. Yeah, about you, you are. You are. Yeah. yeah good. Yeah, good. Okay. Good. Now, Eddie, what would you say? Cowboys, right? No, I don't think so. I mean, really? we, like, yeah, I, I don't. I think you have to beat us in big spots. And like you said recently, like the Eagles have kind of kind of gone to the Giants skin more. Um, yeah. I mean, I did not really appreciate the Patriots run, even not even being in the NFC East, but Giants got the better of them. I mean, beating the the Cowboys in that mm-hmm. divisional round game, the RW McCorders interception in the end zone was great. So until the Cowboys beat the Giants in a big spot, it's probably going to be the Eagles for now. It's funny you say that because if you ask a Patriots fan that check, they might say the Giants. Team not in their division, like kind of laugh at the Dolphins. They laugh at the Jets. I mean, not now they're going to take their lumps against teams like the Bills, but so that might change. But uh, I don't know. The it's weird just, thing is, well, who cares about that? I mean, I, I, I care most? about it, but which I can do this about, most. I think is, is I think is, the is, Patriots, the best rivalry, playoff rivalry, and the AFC side of things, aside from Patriots and Colts, was Patriots and Ravens. I mean, the Ravens weirdly hmm. could could play against them, even though the Ravens and Steelers are mirror images in the way they're designed. The Steelers had zero shot against right. the Patriots. They would just spread them out and they would defeat Dickie LeBeau's uh, um, defense. But the Ravens had some weird knack for hanging with them. But the point is Niners mm-hmm. Cowboys, that might be the best non-divisional rivalry. I would always say Cowboys Steelers based on three Super Bowls against each other, right. but that might be the best pro football non-divisional rivalry of all time. 
Now that I'd I have to about think it. about it. Yep. Maybe. Yeah. Now they're going to play each other two years in a row. Babyface, what do you have uh, thoughts on this? No, no. I mean, other, I, I actually wanted to go backwards if that's possible. If, if you don't mind at the risk, that's of all we backwards. do is go backwards. Go ahead. Yeah. But I do, I do. We were talking about running quarterbacks and, and that, is that the key or not? But I want Dave, his theory on, on rookie quarterback windows four years it's being proven true more than ever. Look five years, history. right? Yeah, five Trevor year first Lawrence, rounders, right? Daniel Jones, Jalen Hurts. You got Purdy in there. Burrow. This is, uh, I think, that is is more important than the style of quarterback. Yeah, what well, the AF, AFC? You have a twenty six year old, a twenty seven year old, a twenty six and a twenty three year old. Is that what it is? I thought I saw that. Allen, uh, the, the I I was a skeptic about it, but the Chiefs did negotiate around Mahomes' big money kicking in, moving on from Tyree mm-hmm. Kill. They have done it with success. Let's see how successful it is these in this next fortnight, and that yeah. will decide it. But yes, Allen's big dollars haven't kicked in yet either. And if Lamar Jackson winds up back with the Ravens next year, the premise will be very different because the QB will be taking on way more of the cap hit, thereby mm-hmm. diminishing the rest of the roster. And Stetson Bennett's going to be 36 years old by the time he gets that second contract, right? Is that what we figured out? (laughs) Unbelievable. All right, listen, let's take another quick break. We have play of the day for Tuesday. Uh, We're going to take a break. I'm going to cough about four times, then we'll be back. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Part of the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. All right, Tuesday, NBA, NHL, college, basketball. Guys, this is all we're going to have in a matter of weeks. Oh, getting no. ready for this? Oh, no. you, Don't talk like this, up? yet. Don't do that. Well, it's our I, last you know good weekend of football coming up, too, we, where we really have full coverage oh, yeah. on a Sunday. I mean, after this, Saturday it's over, everybody. No, nah, don't it. say that. Not like it, that. Well, it is, and I, I want to confront reality, and that's where we are. We got They'll one had a team. They'll had a playoff team. They'll put the Steelers in, right? They could. They could always do that. Um, Kansas, the, the Jayhawks go to Manhattan. Uh, Kansas State was hot. They saw their nine-game streak go away. They lost to TCU. I think they were looking ahead to this Kansas game, but you know what happens when a team looks ahead? They end up losing both games. Jayhawks are just too deep. I like that Jalen Wilson. Um, he is, uh, and that Grady Dick, by the way, is best freshman shooter in the country. Averages near 15, coming off that Iowa State win where he drained five threes, had 21 points. Give me Bill Self over first-year coach Jerome Tang. Jayhawks leave Manhattan with a win, number eight in a row over Little Brother, Kansas State. Only laying a point and a half, Martin. Uh, take that. That's a pick. That's a winner. 
There you go. My play of the day is uh, in the association. I'm going with James Harden over 10 and a half assists tonight. The last time the 76ers played the Clippers, Harden had 20 assists. And uh, 11 of those were to Joel Embiid, by the way, who uh, they should, who also plays very well against the Clippers. And Harden has hit this number dating back to this time about last year. One, two, three, four, three out of the last five times the Clippers have played. Um, hmm. The three out of the last times he's played the Clippers, I should say, whether that be in Philly or in Brooklyn. So look for that over 10 and a half. All right, Shaq, you're going to the ice. That's right. You know me well, and mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I don't generally. I don't advocate for groupthink, but spaghetti and meatballs. Uh, let's uh, let's figure this one out here together, shall we? The Kraken have been really good of late, but they got dumped yesterday. Meantime, the Edmonton Oilers once again doing their bizarre. I mean, historically bizarre, flirting with missing the playoffs despite having two of the top five players in hockey. They're they're messing around with it again. Kraken, like I say, played last night. That's not a small matter. I'm going to take the Edmonton Oilers at home, laying the goal and a half even Mm. because it's more fun to do it that way. The payout plus 135. But before we put that one win one in ink, how say you are we better off to go with the Toronto Maple Leafs playing on a season long heater, at least since uh, since the first month um, came and went? Do we go with the Leafs against the Panthers, who are probably a little fatigued after their game last night? How say you, fellas? Meatballs, what do you weigh in first on this? I would take the Maple Leafs. Mm. Ooh, okay. Spaghetti, break the tie. Uh, I'm, I'm actually with Meatballs. If you, especially if you want to lay the goal in the half, I feel more confident in the Leafs. If you want to just go on uh, like, you know, the money line, just the, the, the Oilers to win, I would have done that. Minus 190 ain't worth it. I I don't don't encourage people to do that. And the Leafs on the money line, 178. If you want to go, you know what? Okay, let's do it. Let's let the Sunshine Boys from Florida uh, get their comeuppance (laughs) up there in the capital of hockey. Toronto, Ontario, the Maple Leafs, minus a goal and a half, plus 140. I was going to say, as a network, we might have too much riding on that Edmonton uh, Kraken game because Harry went over six and a half. Harry sees a six and a half and goes over on uh, hockey. Uh, He claims it pays off uh, more often than not. Okay, so you guys are spreading it out there. Those are our picks for Tuesday. Lemon Pepper Parlay, you know, we're doing our staff um, fantasy. This was Harry's idea also. So there's 14 teams in the playoff to start. You pick one player from each team and only one player, and that's your lineup, right? Martin and Lemon Pepper Parlay lead with 212 points in last place, minus three, 160 points, Shaq. But I was looking, you haven't had your two quarterbacks go yet. So that's right. right. We're fine. And Mahomes, you're in good shape. We're, we're, we're going with the long play. I am not at all worried. All of our guys did well who we picked. We just have our QB still nice and fresh sitting on the shelf. I haven't figured out if I like this pick, uh, this pool, Martin. I don't like that you're in first place, although I suspect Will Blackman did all the work in uh, putting Oh, no. Together. See, this that's the difference. <laughs> that's what happened. La- last year, I involved my co-host. This year, Will right. Blackman's not even aware the pool exists, and that's why we're currently <laughs> sitting atop the first place spot. All right. But I was looking like everybody lost Jefferson, right? So I'm trying to think, like, I guess it all comes down to like I didn't have right? Jefferson. You didn't? No way. No. I had you didn't have Jefferson in your lineup. I had that. That's part of the reason why I have more points. Than oh, because y'all had Jefferson it. and Cook outscored him. All right. Uh, Martin did it. He, Martin won the um, 
by the way, there's a there's a little bit like there's, people need to pay these um, lone wolves. What we do is out of the whole staff, if only one person is on one side, then we have to pay that person ten dollars if they cover. And Martin was a lone wolf on the Dolphins. I sent ten dollars. Check. I know did. you haven't sent you haven't sent them check, right? I forget about these dumb things. All right, fine. Ten dollars <laughs> it is. No, Sal, you you paid me. I'm good. I even joined Zell. I wasn't even on Zell. I was like, all right, that's how Martin wants to get paid. Who who else paid you, Martin? Uh, that's about it. Really? Me, all right, yeah, pay Martin. Uh, and then somebody who had a name. Let's see, what is it? It's right here, Miss Tish uh, Incorporated. So whoever that is, you, Jen, that's, and Miss Tish Incorporated. Damn it, you should claim that now. Say you were me, smart, uh, you would so say you're Miss Tish. Short like eighty bucks from the EP crew. Well, that's I think so Zell. What well, here, here's. Here's the Zell other thing. is the character. Zell's the character in Marathon Man. He's the Nazi dentist who takes who who, who tortures Dustin Hoffman mm-hmm. by drilling into his teeth, and then the old uh, only uh, people who don't owe me thirteen dollars can talk from this. The old Holocaust $13. survivor lady sees him on the streets of Manhattan. She's like Zell, uh, Zell, and then he runs away. And 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 uh, spoiler alert: right. Zell dies down in the sewers, but uh, by the hand of Dustin Hoffman. What, who names their company after that guy? Your stadium is named AccuSure or something. Don't you worry about a thing. Just pay him the $10. Uh, you know, but Eddie Spaghetti brings up that, ironically, Kevin Hench leads the charge on getting these uh, people paid. But Hench did not pay you, right, Spaghetti, when you did this a few weeks ago? It's very true. I believe I have four people who are still unpaid. Not that I'm hurting for the 40 bucks, but uh, I just find it a little odd. You're going to be a married man. That, you should take yeah, the $40. That, that yes, Hench is his leading the charge for, for Martin, and Martin deserves it, but I'm still missing yeah. my payouts. Also found it quite interesting. Um, our new minus three intern, Hench follows him on Twitter. does not follow me, so love that. Hence doesn't follow you. He does not. As oh of last God. night, he follows the intern who we met at the in Vegas. Uh, did not get a follow from Hench. Does not like well, my content. Shaq, I absolutely uh, expect you to uh, bring this up on Thursday, right? I mean, this That's this can't way. go with it. Ah, I'm a man of crazy? peace. I, I wouldn't bring something like that up. No, uh, you're out of your mind. Uh, the pick'em contest <laughs> was won by Dan Phoenix. He got all six right and hit the tiebreaker exactly. Wasn't the tiebreaker total yards in Tampa Bay, Dallas? He hit that exactly. Jesus, Dan Phoenix, good job by you. Uh, you get 100 bucks for that. Prop quiz, Brian Ross, eight right. He gets a gold cap. That's fun. Uh, extrapoints.com slash arcade. There's free picks on there. Starting Thursday, there will be a uh, another couple contests up there. The leaderboard, as uh, Martin pointed out, he's getting close. Harry and Brother Bry are one game behind, and Hench takes the lead again after Harry went 0-6. This is what I mean about Harry, uh, Shaq. Harry goes 0-6. He's like, oh, how did I win an $1,100 parlay then? I'm like, well, I don't know. How the hell did you win it? You won't 0-6, A, and B, give that $1,100 to anyone who was following you and your six losing picks. I don't know. See, <laughs> you can't win with that, that guy. There's no winner. I'd like to see if an NHL team could win if they put him between the pipes. You know? Oh, interesting. Yeah. It depends what kind of pipes you're talking about. Um, but yeah, I, I do. Uh, I would like to see that too. Yeah, I got to do better. I was two and four. Check you at three and three. Martin, good job by you. Four and two. Harry and Megan Galley. Harry and Megan, the royal couple, 0 and 6 uh, this week. So uh, that's it. Check uh, minus three with Hench. You'll discuss the Eddie Spaghetti following and uh, lots of other things, right? Yeah, good times on minus three to start the week off with Jeff Schwartz. Some great insights on Patrick Mahomes. And the uh, I think it's funny, like his wife 
and brother just disappeared this year. He just he just vanished them from social media. I, right. I, I, we talk about that, but then we'll uh, me and Hench and uh, Spaghetti will figure out what's going to happen in the divisional round. Figure out your fantasy team too. You can't come in last. That'd be bad. Uh, all right, Martin. Uh, oh, lemon pepper parlay. Lots of fun. You and Will Blackman. It should be. He's been texting me anxiously <laughs> for me to come uh, go record it. So. Oh really? Well, go go yeah. go record it now. Now you have some time. Um, Martin Weiss, the Al Michaels, the Al Michaels of uh, podcasting. Like, yeah, I might. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe it'll be all right. I don't know. <laughs> maybe we'll have a moodies in. Will can be. Will can be a temperamental. This has got to be Al's last year. That he's taking too much crap for that, and I know. Uh, I know he doesn't like it, but he was. Um, that was. I. I likened it to really injecting tryptophan into his veins when you put Tony Dungy in that booth with him. I mean, there's a guy who doesn't really want to be calling these games anyway, Al Michaels. And then you go and do that. I don't know. They could have picked it up. Shaq, you got to get you in there, right? You at least, yes, at least, that's what I'm getting at. At least at. in a 30-point yes. game, you could talk about the uniforms or something. Oh, yeah, I could I, a, I could fill half of a half of a blowout with that sort of thing. Listen, if if Cosell could do it, Damashek can do it. There you go. Right? That's right. That's right. You're Look at him go. Sir Francis of Tar, Sir Francis, look at him throw the deep ball there. Earl Campbell just did it. Dave, shut up. <laughs> Is that what Michaels would say? <laughs> that would be great. I would listen to that. Lord Martin. Yeah. Uh, all right. That's it for another episode of Extra Points. A reminder to everyone out there: you may feel like underdogs, but please, please keep this in mind. You're all my favorites. 